Hello, everyone. Hi, this is Faye, and I sell Medicare plans. You are listening to the podcast that I sell Medicare plans. This is a podcast where everyone who is a Medicare insurance professional comes to find out what is going on in the Medicare world, who is in the Medicare world, and how we do Medicare business. This podcast today is a special event for me because I am especially excited. I'm so excited because I have two people who I will introduce as people who I worked with when I initially started with one of the major health insurers, and these people were there with me. I'd like to introduce to you our podcast guest, Debbie Pecorello and Rick Vega. These two are wonderful people. Hi, guys. Hey, Faye. How you doing, Faye? Oh, I'm <laughs> doing so fine. Listen, I it's been so long since we've we, we've had an opportunity to catch up, but I understand that you are still in this Medicare space, right? We're still here, still <laughs> going <laughs> strong, <laughs> and still okay. loving it. And still, oh, that's it. good. That's yeah, good. That's the it. good part. Yeah. So, actually, do you years. want? I'm sorry, Rick. Still here after all these years, like an Elton John song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was just going to ask if you mind. I don't know if you want to share. How many years has it been? I started in 2005 with Humana as a captive agent, as you know. Uh, so that's 17 years in the Medicare space. And I started in 2006. And then originally I started out with State Farm Insurance. So I've been in the insurance field, but in as far as uh, Medicare and Love and Medicare, 2006. And I wouldn't sell anything else. Oh, listen. Now, audience, take notes. When there are keys that are being dropped, pick up those keys because those are the things that are going to help you to open the doors to your Medicare business. So 17 years and 18 years, Rick? Uh, 17. 17 and 16. 17 years for you and 16 years for Deb. And... (laughs) You're both saying that you're still loving it. So you're still doing Medicare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever see us retiring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what? There's, there's, there's word around in, the, in these Medicare streets that once you're a Medicare agent and you have residual income, there's no such thing as retiring. You know, you, you may slow down at some point, but there is no retiring. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. We even enjoy life better, right? After all the years that you work, we even enjoy it more because now we even have more time to, and more money. (laughs) The nice thing is, you know, as you get older, you know, I'm 70 years old now. And, uh, you know, a lot of people would be retired at 70. But when you have such good renewal income, it's hard to walk away from that. But staying involved with something is good for longevity, too. So I don't work that hard. now. I mean, AEP, I work hard. But the rest of the year, it's really a part-time thing. You know, I may have a few appointments a week, two, three appointments a week the rest of the year. And you're really busy during AEP. 
and to keep your mind involved, helping people, you know, answer their questions, improve their lives is beneficial for me. Mind-wise, being involved is good for you. You know, psychologically, it's a good thing to be involved with. So, what kind of business can you do at seventy years old, have a significant income? yet not work that hard and yet be in a business that does involve a lot of thinking and being on the forefront to be able to help people. So it has a lot of benefits. I would definitely agree. I mean, it's the kind of benefit program that we can offer as professionals that some of it, a lot of the things that you do, um, you know you got to do that for the next year. As an example, the AHIP and the certifications. Annually, you have to do that. But that also increases the activity in your brain because you have to find out the new things, right? And you have to know how to communicate those to people and talk about what the changes are. So- You're also getting old with your client, you know, your members too, which is wonderful. You know, I mean, they count on us every year and it feels so good to be counted on, you know, and every year to be able to help them or whatever that they need, whatever options that they need or anything else. And, and watching Rick, I mean, you know, this guy is such a pro, it's not even funny. I mean, it's just amazing. And to listen to the accolades from his customers and, and the things that he does for them and goes beyond not many people do that, you know, and uh, most people, if they're again, a nine to five job, they don't have, you know, like as soon as they get home, they're done. I think with us, it's different, you know, you're, they're part of your family and you grow with them. That's true. But, you know, the other thing is, even though it's not a nine to five, you can set those hours yeah. and those times. Yeah. So, when you're off the clock, you have made that decision. You're right. No one else has made it for you. Just before but this podcast, I had a phone call that came in. It was a referral. I scheduled an appointment for next Thursday. So, you know, it was my choosing when I wanted to meet with them. And, you know, a few of those a week. And, you know, it's at my discrepancy when I want to get together with people. So it's a lot of flexibility and you're able to help people with this. So that's great. Absolutely. That is great. Yes. And you now, as Deb had said before, you have more time yeah. that you can do the things that you really want to do and you can have more money so you can enjoy <laughs> the things that you want to do in life. Rick, are you, are you a golfer yet? Interesting you mentioned. You know who I spoke with yesterday? Who? Adam Lumsden. Oh, our golfing buddy. I can remember when Adam and I would go to this little small par three over in East uh, Orlando after work to try to just stay on top of our golf game. At that time, we were new and we were working so hard. We didn't have very many hours for golf. Well, we're playing golf next Friday. So uh, 10 o'clock, we'll be set up at tea time. So uh, tell him you said hi. Tell him, matter of fact, last night I told him I was going to be on this podcast with you. He said to say hi to you. Oh, good. I'm so happy. Make sure you let him know that I said hello. And I'll try to reach out to him. Or if you, when you're with him, tell him to just give me a call. Just look me up. I'm still available. Still got the same cell phone number. So he can find me. And that's wonderful. I'd like to play golf with you guys one day. 
yeah. when I can get back out there. Uh, so now, is it, uh, do you spend time with any other products other than Medicare? You know, I just focus on the Medicare, but as a ancillary service from time to time, people will ask me about final expense. So I'll do several final expense plans a year and occasionally an annuity. So I don't market for annuities and I don't market for insurance, life insurance, uh, but it kind of just falls in your lap as a result of conversations that you have with people. So I do wind up with several annuities and several final expense plans a year, just as a result, it comes up in conversation. Okay. So Medicare opens up other doors because you built that relationship with your customers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, do you two work together? Do you go on appointments together or you have, your own systems, or how do you do that? No, we work basically separately. I and mean, we have mutual clients that in the past where she had a client and it was inconvenient for her. She doesn't represent Aetna, for instance, and the people wanted a lot of dental coverage. Aetna seemed like a better fit, so I went out and visited with them, or she introduced me to them. So we have some kind of mutual clients, but for the most part, you know, she runs her appointments, I run my appointments, but there's some overlap where we think, uh, you know, it would be helpful to have all the products on the table and uh, that's where that comes in. And not only that, but we really, even though we have a company, we have our two separate book of businesses, you know, that we've grown since we've been in business, you know, and every year, thank God that it gets better and better. You know, so, um, yeah, but sometimes we've gone, you're right. Sometimes yeah, we have. Sometimes yeah. I asked that question only because uh, I find now that there are a lot of husband and wives who are in this business together. Once one of the partners understands and knows how this residual income works, then the other partner is ready to jump in, right? Yeah, absolutely. So working together is very, very important, but it also allows each of you the ability to use your individual sales um, techniques and your individual sales decisions, but still working together. If you're a husband and wife, it's actually uh, very beneficial for both to be agents because when one passes, uh, all these companies have a successor agent program. So you don't want to lose those renewal commissions coming in. Uh, you know, it's a great way to retire on a nice lifestyle. So if you're a licensed agent, you know, you can take advantage of that successor agent program that these companies offer. And even if you're not just husband and wife, and even if you just have another person as a team member, it's really good because you're always running something against each other. You know, someone, you know, it would be nice if we all had the best things at the same time, but we all don't. So my strengths and his strengths sometimes are completely different. And it's really good to be able to run off each other with that as well. Or if I come across something that you know, even though I know it, sometimes you don't know it and you want to make sure that you really do know it. And so then you'll run something against him. And sometimes that's much better than calling a customer service of a company. 
<laughs> I I can understand that. I, <laughs> I definitely vote for that. Yeah. 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 That's a great asset and tool to have if you have someone who knows what the business is and may even, as Rick mentioned earlier, have a carrier that you both don't necessarily have to have all of the carriers. But Absolutely. between the two of you, then you have them all covered, all the bases covered. That you're always doing the right thing. You're always doing the right thing. Yes. But that makes it easier when it comes down to those certifications, too. Yeah. yeah. They can ask questions in case a tricky question comes Yeah, up. absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. You two have built a great, great business, and you have such a great following. It is just amazing that you still are interested in helping people. And it sounds like even though you understand clearly what the benefits are for you, you understand and you appreciate more the benefits that you offer to your customers. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, I can't imagine being my age and not knowing anything about the benefits of all these companies and trying to pick a plan. Uh, I would certainly want somebody that was knowledgeable to help me make a selection and what would be the best for my situation. So you know, these people aren't experts, so you provide a very valuable service by helping them choose a plan that they're going to be happy with over the long term. And as things change, you know, what might be best for them this year may not be the best for them next year. Absolutely. New plans, plans change. So as a trusted advisor, you know, you feel you're doing a good service and people appreciate it. So you get a good feeling. You know, it's not like you're working at a cash register doing the same thing day in, day out, punching them. You're actually talking to people and helping them. So you got a really good feeling about doing that. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important to keep in touch with them too. Not just once a year, because anybody can keep in touch with them once a year. It's really important and always to be there for them. When they call you, don't put it in you know, just because you made the sale. And then all of a sudden think, oh, okay, great. I'm going to get a good check this year. But then you know what? If they call you and they need you, guess what? They're not going to remember you next year either. So to me, it's really important customer service. Do you do anything special? Do you have a special process? Like we were trained the 30, 60, 90 day rule. You, you remember that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's a good rule, but at the same time, like Rick does really good with birthday cards and follow up and, and, and write someone and, uh, yeah. Well, after 30 days. Yeah, that's important. It's really important, you know, and they appreciate it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, if, as long as you keep getting in the business longer and longer, you're going to learn so many things. But what I think is absolutely amazing is when he sends out that birthday cards, right, to the individual, that's so important to them because some people don't have anybody. You know, some people do, sure. and even if they have kids, maybe in other states or other things, and they're very lonely. So when they get that card in hand and it's not a text or something else, I, I, it's amazing listening to them call and saying, thank you very much for that card, you know? Sometimes people tell me I'm the only one that wished them a happy birthday. And that's <laughs> really sad. Yeah. Really when, sad. When you're in church, it's the only one wishing you a happy birthday. You're living a lonely life, you know? Yeah. So being in touch with people. Uh, very important. It's a good feeling, you know? I had a customer that I'll share this with you quickly. I did have a customer who 
said to me when I called to wish her a happy birthday. She said, I'm so glad you called because all of my friends are gone. Oh yeah. my gosh. See, all of her friends were dead, so they couldn't wish her a happy birthday. And you're right, that puts some people in a position where they don't have anyone. Everybody doesn't have big families with lots of cousins and aunts and you know nieces and nephews like, like I may have. So mm-hmm. knowing that and staying in touch with them and caring about them. And I have some customers. Do you still have customers? Who don't have emails? Oh, yeah. Very few, but yeah. I still have customers like that. Yes. Yes. Business for so long, my book of business is getting pretty old. <laughs> they don't even know how to go on the computer. But I mean, you know, don't have a computer. I have a I have a customer who doesn't have an email and she won't ever have an email because where she lives, she doesn't have even internet service. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, what can you expect? You can't expect an 82, 83-year-old person to start to do some of the things. I mean, technology is great, but but those are the people that we stay in touch with. Those are the people who are our customers. Those are the people who appreciate us. And when you mentioned about the being, just as an example, being at the cash register and you're doing everything every day, The other thing that I find in this business, let me know if this is true for you. People don't yell at me. No, you never get that. That's That's a a beautiful thing. They appreciate that they're helping. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. The referrals, you know, that's how you grow a book of business. If you do a good job. That's right. We don't do any marketing anymore. No. Matter of fact, like I mentioned, my phone rang right before the podcast. That's how I get clients. I wait for my phone. to. You know what I do for marketing? I wait for my phone to ring. That's my mark. <laughs> I pick up the phone and it's a referral. I still, I still like doing pay. events, but I still like doing events and that. She'll do well, that. you have always been a people's person, Debbie. I cannot see you just sitting down waiting for the phone to ring because you uh. just love talking to people. You love to, always, and you've always been that person who's been out Thank there, you. you know, talking to different people. And it has resulted in your, your book of business growing. You're finding new relationships with other people. You're getting more referrals. So that's the way you do it. You know, that's one of the things that as I talk to insurance professionals that's coming into the Medicare space, that I try to tell them, listen, don't try to do what I do. Don't try to do what somebody else does. Learn what all of the possibilities are and do it the way that it works best for you. That's perfect thing. You know, that's that's really what I believe makes a strong agent who is able to create relationships with other people because the agent then is comfortable, right? That's right. Yeah. That's why you've always been so good at what you do. You know, uh, and it's I been try. So I try. And I have to tell you, I tried a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I think, you know, when I got to the point where I knew what works best for me, then that's what I do. So I don't try to do everything. And I know that I can't be everything to everybody. 
They say now that there are 11,000 people who are turning 65 every month, but they're not all 11,000 living right here in my zip code, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of old people here. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were all right here in Florida. So it's not like, you know, we're all over the world or all over the country, but everyone needs to work the best way that this business works for them. And the result will be that you're going to have a good book of business. You're going to have good relationships. You're going to have good uh, thoughts about what you're doing because you're helping so many other people and you're going to have good money. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have so many people that have counted on you and able to help them. And if you think about it, how many other people are they going to tell about, you know, hey, I have someone that can help you and you don't have to worry because there's more people out there that are scared, especially turning 65 and other things and not knowing what to do. You know, it's just really sad. Well, now, you know, from when we first started 16, 17 years ago, the, the there's so much that people have to consider. Yeah. Now with this new rule going on. Oh, absolutely. Every conversation's got to be recorded. Can you believe that things change? Two weeks before AP starting, but now rules like that, I mean, things are always changing. You got to stay on top of this. Always changing, right. Now, uh, if you're face-to-face, the conversation doesn't have to be recorded. Do you guys do most of your business? How do you conduct most of your business? Face-to-face for me. I do most of my face to face, but I also love when people move or, you know, especially if they move to other parts of Florida and to be able to do the business online and then send it to them a do- like a DocuSign. But all those now are going to have to be recorded. So right. you know, that's why we're going to have to be doing. Yeah, just learning about this um, Sunfire platform. So I was on a WebEx yesterday. So I'm going to get involved with the Sunfire platform for those types of situations where, you know, somebody's moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not practical to see them face to face. There'll be few and far between, but you got to have that uh, ability to help people that aren't in front of you. So. Yeah, right, right. So you, do you uh, you you would say that ninety percent or most of your business has been built face to face? Yeah, oh, ninety nine percent. So yeah. how did the did COVID affect during those? Two years ago, two years, three years ago, did that affect the growth of your business at all? Well, I used to wear hearing aids. And uh, <laughs> every time I'd go into somebody's house, I'd, I'd put on a mask. And when I'd come out, I'd pull off the mask and the hearing aid would go flying. <laughs> so I stopped wearing my hearing aids so I don't hear people as good as well. My wife reminds me all the time. That's not what they said. <laughs> Don't you hear? <laughs> so that's He's how kidding, it affected of course. me. You know, uh, you know, I wear a mask. Uh, when I, not, not anymore. I mean, you know, for a year during the COVID time, I stopped that probably a year ago. Again, people request a mask. Of course, I'll wear one, but. Uh, for that period of time, you know, I wore a mask every time I went to somebody's house. I think most of the people stood on the same plans, not, of course, everybody, especially if they moved and stuff like that. 
or if they wanted to be talked, you know, then you were able to talk on the phone and do the DocuSign and be able to change plans with them and stuff. But most of my business, and it grew, but at the same time, most of the people I believe stood on the same plans. I I found during those years, uh, 20, I guess 20 and 21. Yes, 20 and 21. And I didn't have a lot of changes. People stayed where they were. And they, you know, that was their choice. It wasn't because that what they had, that was what they had to do, but right. that was their choice. But this year, with the annual enrollment coming, it and people are ready to get back out again. And they're also opening their homes and or meeting you at other places. It seems like uh, people are going to be ready to see see you face to face again. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Are you finding that you you know you're going to have have people started calling you already? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But we I'm send out letters and everything I too. Send, I don't do any mar- the one marketing I do, other than the birthday cards and the thank you cards, is I send out a letter uh, last week of September, so it arrives around October first, a annual election period letter to let my clients know that the AEP is coming up and it's time to review, you know, kind yeah. of re- reminding them to give me a call to review their plans and see if they're happy with their plans. Absolutely. Right. So I guess I do do some marketing to consider that market, sending a letter to your clients, um, you know. That, uh, well, make sure you send it out in September and not in October, because in October, you know, you got to put that disclaimer on the letter. Right, right. So make sure it's dated September. <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing about this, but it is, you know, regulations that we're all have to face and that we I'm, I'm sure we'll all work it out one way or the other uh i don't have any suggestions for anybody i just suggest that you be very very careful in what you're doing and know what you are required to do as an agent um yeah. do you deb or rick or both of you have any one point that you'd like to share with a new agent who's entering into the Medicare market and just assume, let's assume that this is their first AEP. Is there any one or two things that you would tell them that they should be aware of? Um, Well, aware obviously of all CMS uh, regulations regarding marketing and, you know, being in contact with people, you don't want to run afoul of any of the CMS regs. But uh, what I would also say is getting started as a new agent, uh, it's a lot of hard work because, you know, you start from ground zero. So my suggestion is to take advantage of every marketing opportunity, whether it's uh, sitting in a Walmart, uh, uh, sitting, you know, uh, whatever your FMO can offer you in the way of a uh, place to get in front of people, take advantage of it. And um, nowadays, there are newer electronic methods, which I don't really get involved with. However, I know some agents market on Facebook. I don't really know much about it. I don't do it. But there are a lot of opportunities, you know, getting in front of people, take whatever opportunities you can get, you know, take advantage of the opportunities because the name of the game is getting in front of people. Absolutely. So that's what I would suggest. 
Absolutely. I would suggest, honestly, I mean, it's tough, I think, right now for newer agents for some reason. I, you know, but at the same time, this is a great business to have. And just don't procrastinate, just keep going out there. This is not a business that you start October 1st. This is a business that you are working all year round and you are continually working, whether it's in your church, whether it's in uh, family, friends, whatever, doctor's office, wherever it may be, but to use everything that you can every two. But the most important to me, and it's just to me maybe, but I know a lot of other people is just be compliant. You know, I mean, just don't think that there's not enough business out there. There's plenty of business out there, especially if you do the right thing, the right thing will come back at you. And there's plenty of customers out there. And once they like you, if you stay with them and take care of them, they're going to keep coming back to you. They're going to be as loyal to you. Deb, I think you have hit it. We can close on that note because that's something that I tell everybody. And that is... Do the right thing at the right time, always. That's right. Always. We probably heard it from you. You were the one probably <laughs> told us. <laughs> well, you know, I have to sleep at night. I I could That's I just right. couldn't sleep if I thought, oh my goodness, you know, I didn't give the right information, and then immediately I have to call them the next day and explain you know listen these are your choices i'm sorry i forgot to mention this or i didn't do this or i want to make sure you understand this and then i rest well i i just cannot could not sleep if i thought or felt that i was not offering and i've walked away from business i'm sure you have oh, too yes absolutely you, you know, just because you lose a sale doesn't mean you lost a sale I've lost a sale where all of a sudden I got three, four people from that sale because I lost the sale and I did the right thing. So to me, that's like critical. Yes, absolutely. I, I say to people when I'm meeting them for the first time, if it's, if we're doing a review of what they have, because I mean, in this business, let's face it, we're not always writing people who are just to aging into 65 we will see people who are already already have medicare but i will say to them listen if you want to do a review i'll take the time and do that with you and if you have a plan that serves you best i'm going to be the first one to tell you yep and they appreciate that and you're right that what happens is they tell their friends listen call Faye because She's going to tell you if that's the right plan. That's right. Sure. Always doing the right thing is what has built my business and your business. And that's the right thing to do. Do the right thing for the right person at the right time. Absolutely. Listen, let me thank you both. It's so great to catch up with you. We got to get out on the golf course. <laughs> yes. And we'll have to get together and have dinner or lunch or something, too. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Okay. Awesome. So, listen, take care. Take care. And I really do appreciate your taking the time to just be with me. Thank you so, so very, very much. Our thank pleasure. you for asking and keep doing what you're doing on. Yeah. Doing a oh. great job. Thank you. Oh,